magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Good morning, 317-684-8444. That's our phone number if you'd like to contribute with your voicemail, questions, comments, smart remarks. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC at 1032. So you may remember, I think on Thursday it came out, that our old pal Diego Morales, the Mm -hmm. Secretary of State, uh, you may remember him. Remember he was, according to paperwork, fired by Todd Rokita from the Secretary of State's office. And then, according to paperwork, was about to be fired by Charlie White from the Secretary of State's office. And then there was like a big controversy about like, what do you do for a job? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a controversy now about how he voted in a county different from where he took t- his homestead, takes his homestead credit. Yep. And remember, the Republicans were like, oh, yeah, overwhelmingly, this would be the best guy to oversee our uh, Secretary of State's office. <laughs> the you remember, guy who nearly was fired twice. Yeah, you, you Let's remember hire him, him for the game. Uh, yeah. You, so just just trying to get everybody up to speed on who yeah. you know Diego is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, it came out that one of his first acts as Secretary of State mm-hmm. was not like we're going to get election, you know, voting issues solved or we're not going to make it a more business friendly office and a more business business friendly state to operate your LLC or whatever. And no, one of the first things he did, I think nine days in was the report, was he hired his brother-in-law mm-hmm. to be a, a co-director yeah. in the, uh, something with auto services and, you know, his, his brother, had, well, he'd risen to the level of, I believe, sales consultant was mm-hmm. how IndyStar uh, described it. So why, I mean, why wouldn't you go from sales to consultant to co-director over an entire state running the six-figure yeah. salary you know so uh some people were naturally interested in that and of course you know we tried to tell people for months and months and months what diego was and what he would do and um looks like we're very quickly being proven completely correct but uh, somebody called and wanted to uh, discuss that so i'm sitting at dinner thursday night reading my google news feed and here i come across cowardly diego <laughs> who hired his brother-in-law. And not only did he hire his brother-in-law, but it wasn't even an open position. He created a position. And, uh, you know, my first thought was rage, anger, but not the least bit surprised. My second thought is I can't wait to get to work so I can listen to the replay and hear Rob's reaction. (laughs) However, I was disappointed because Rob has been Micah-ized. <gasps> Rob is cool, calm, and collected. I was expecting the Rob Kendall that jumps up on a console, ripping his clothes off like the Incredible Hulk, neck veins bulging out, turning his head from as far away from the microphone as possible, and screaming at the top of his lungs, I told you so! Now, Indiana Republican Party is a joke. The state is a joke and this Diego guy proves it well as we talked about this and I had a long conversation with Mike on how best to address mm-hmm. what is clearly I mean I, look I think any rational person would say hiring your brother-in-law who uh, I mean again nothing against sales consultants I know there are many of them out there but 
to go from sales consultant to co-director over an entire state, mm-hmm. kind of a bit of a, a leap and, uh, you know, six-figure salary. I feel like I've screamed all that I can scream about who the Republican Party is. I feel like I've screamed all that I can scream about who Diego is. He, he was bummed you didn't hulk out. Well... But I've done that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out, and that's one of the things Mike and I talked about, is new ways to try to reach people to show what's happening and what's going on. And we tried a little more professional approach with it. And look, we told you. Everybody knew what Diego's background was. And a lot of people, including people hearing us right now, still voted for him. And this is par for the course. And this is par for the course for Indiana Republicans, and I have a sneaking suspicion. I mean, nothing will come of this, and this is the sort of behavior that Republicans just just tolerate now. Okay, so this is the Auto Dealer Services Division, uh-huh. and Sean Grady, who is Diego's brother-in-law, uh-huh. has been hired for the co-director position, making a salary of $108,000 a year. The other director, the co-director, is an attorney. Uh-huh. So this is a big job that sure. we need two people to do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pay the guy who's been working in the car dealership for five years $108,000. But here's the realization, Casey, is that so many people are so wed to the letter, mm-hmm. right? And this is the thing that I've really, really learned November elections really taught me that. Both like when I'm not just talking about in Indiana, I'm talking about all over. I mean, the fact that hi, good night, everybody mm-hmm. was easily elected to be a U.S. senator in Pennsylvania. But it's the same thing here. People are so wed to this stupid, meaningless letter. And look, we've done a pretty good job of breaking tens of thousands of people off of that. I mean, the fact that Jeff Moore, who had raised about eight cents in that Secretary of State's race, got 35,000 more votes than the previous Libertarian did, while the Republicans and Democrats went down by hundreds of thousands of votes, is we, we clearly make an impact. But we don't make a big enough impact to alter the entire state. And it's just, pe- people are just unwilling to break themselves from that addiction, the letter addiction, to do What's right. So we'll keep reporting on stuff like this. I'm sure it won't be the last time we'll talk about something related to Diego, but we're not surprised. Mm -hmm. We told you what he was, Mm -hmm. and you're so afraid of a Democrat being in there that people will tolerate this, even though it's they if a Democrat did it, they'd lose their minds. Nobody will say there'll be so many Republicans who won't say a word about this. They'll justify it, they'll spin it, they'll whatever, because he has an R next to his name. Yeah. And well, you know what? It's it's nepotism that's just going to further erode people's trust in government. As uh, it should. Yeah. All right. Uh okay. So let's uh, remember we had the conversation about this Bill Josh Hawley, who is the senator from Missouri. Missouri, right. He wants to put a age limit on social media. Yes. And so you and I had talked about, six, I think, 16. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to upload a driver's license and some blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about Republicans always say they want limited and less government. Mm-hmm. And then they keep doing things that say they want more government. Because ultimately, while there is merit to keeping your kid or kids, plural, off of social media, ultimately, that's not the government's job to do. That's your job Mm -hmm. to do it as a parent and your job to raise your kids as you see best. And uh, got got a call about that. Hey, Kendall, Casey, this is Mike from Bluffton. The uh, big problem with the social media and uh, age limits 
kids are a lot smarter than what you think they are. They can get around all sorts of things that uh, parents say no and block. There are lots of people out there helping them do things they shouldn't be doing. And these are not always good people. So just remember, kids are a lot smarter than you think they are. Even 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Kids may be smarter, but government is not smarter. I trust, trust me, government is not smarter than you think it is. In fact, it's markedly st- more stupid than you think it is. And there are ways, I mean, look, is there a 100% way to ever prevent your kid from being exposed to something harmful on the internet? No. But hey, if you don't let your kid have internet on their phone, mm-hmm. now there is certainly probably merit to, for your child to have a phone to be able to text or call parents, etc. But if you don't let them have internet on their phone mm-hmm. and your computer is always in a uh, prominent location in your house and you have guards around that, then you're probably going to dramatically be able to limit the amount of harmful things your child is exposed to. But when it's all said and done, that doesn't even matter because that is not the job of the government. The job of you, the job of you is to raise the kids. Mm-hmm. That is not the government's responsibility. Yeah. The last thing you want is government raising your kids. And if we're going to come on here and we're going to we're going to and rightfully so uh, point out how ridiculous it is that a bunch of lunatics are at the state house right now complaining that they can't teach sex to kindergartners. Uh, then we're also going to point out how if you are taking responsibility for that, which is what we're saying, it's the parent's job for that. It's also the parent's job to display what's on the internet, right? Well, it comes down to your relationship that you have with your children. Are you going to have an open dialogue or are you going to be the type of parent where they're scared to tell you things? Yeah. If they're not afraid to be honest with you, you're much more likely to have a good relationship with your child. Yep. Casey, remember last week we had the guy who called... Oh, we have inserted the audio clip into the show where mm-hmm. he was very upset. We have to figure out what kind of show we're going to be. Yes, because, uh, well, I guess there were two phone calls. I'm sorry, I'm mixing these two together. There was the guy who called, said we got to figure out what kind of show we 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 want to be because we were having too much fun and we were laughing too much <laughs> and bringing too much joy into people's houses. Right. And then there was the guy who called who was mad because he said we don't rip on the Democrats right. enough. And we pointed out how many segments out of a show we spend ripping on the Democrats and we pointed out people just like hear what selective they hear what they want to hear this guy was a guy who clearly was team R Mm -hmm. and was mad that we had the audacity to point out various areas in which the Republicans who run this state Mm their Democrats don't control anything are letting taxpayers down and I guess just totally was suffering from amnesia from all the the um, segments we do and how awful Biden and the Democrats in Congress are and uh, somebody called about that um, I'm sorry that we have buffoons out there listening that only hear only half. Even I'm not a good listener, but I still heard about it all. And you know what? I agree with you guys wholeheartedly, 110%. Have a good day. Love you, Casey. Oh, by the way, Rob. You're pretty cool. That's what I've heard. That's what Kevin said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, here we go. Instead of defeating COVID-19 and unifying the country like you promised, President Biden has worsened our divisions and made Americans poorer and less safe than when he assumed office. Under Democrats' control of Congress and the White House, energy costs and the price of everyday goods have skyrocketed. Our enemies no longer fear us. Violent crime is on the rise. Our supply chain is 
broken and unvaccinated and untested illegal immigrants are welcome to come into the United States while deadly fentanyl flows over our open border. Did you do that just for that guy? I did because he didn't hear us ripping on yeah. the Democrats or the Biden administration. I wanted to be clear. Yeah. And newsflash, you can dislike both sides equally. That's also okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. One more. Uh, people very interested. Last uh, week, we'd pointed out how um, we somehow got on the song Babe by Sticks. Oh, no. And we, you had pointed out how mean you were to a boy <laughs> in your youth who had given you that on a 45. Mm-hmm. You didn't even listen to the words. You thought it was about some guy walking out on his wife, mm-hmm. when in reality, it's a song about how much he misses his wife yeah. and has to go earn this living. And he's so lonely, even though he's in all these sold out stadiums, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so, you, of course, your life was worse, sir, because you didn't listen to that 45 the kid mm-hmm. gave you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, people really kind of enthralled with that. Okay. Casey, I got this thing figured out, this song for Babe. This kid had been hearing this thing over and over at his house. He was sick of it. So he brought it to school to give it to somebody. You happen to be that somebody. So now when he goes home and they say, where's the song? He can say, I have no idea where it is. He just got rid of it because he was sick of hearing it. See ya. (laughs) Nobody in the history of ever. Yeah has listened to Babe and said, let me get rid of that. That has never in the history of ever happened to anyone ever. I wish I could remember that boy's name. That's how much it meant to uh-huh. me. I I was young. Yeah. I saved him years of heartbreak. <laughs> Trust me, boy. You're, you're, you don't want any Your of life this. is better off. You don't want any of this nonsense. We've got Hammer joining us next. It's 1045 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.